Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Hey, you're back for another episode of Master the Sales Game. And today we are talking all about the difference between consultative selling versus transactional selling. So if you are wondering, you know, how do you uh, actually sell higher price programs and offers and services? This is the episode for you, so stay tuned. So let's dive in to talking about the different ways that you sell um, between transactional selling versus consultative selling. And too often what I see is folks that are using transactional selling. So what do I mean by transactional selling? Transactional selling is essentially where there's not a lot of advice or information that is provided to your customer or to your buyer, where they're simply coming in, paying for the service, paying for the product, and that's it. So it's very transactional, right? It's very commodity uh, types of services or products, meaning that there's not a lot of differentiation between what it is that you offer versus what maybe your competitors or alternatives that might be available in the market are going to be available for. So as an example, um, office supplies. Now, don't get me wrong. I love me some office supplies. And I know that if you're like me, you're thinking, what? That's crazy pants. Um, How can this be transactional? What I want you to consider is that there's not a lot of research that goes into that type of purchase. There's not a lot of involvement with somebody who needs to guide you with that type of purchase as well. So as an example, if you were to buy um, a pen, you know, even if they're specialty pens, chances are you're not going to ask a lot of questions. You're not going to need a lot of advice. You're not going to need a lot of information from somebody who's actually doing the selling to you or with you versus if you are buying some, like even a pen that's more higher end, like a Mont Blanc. Okay. If you're buying a higher end fountain pen or a yeah, writing instrument, that's going to be costing, you know, maybe several hundred dollars several hundred dollars or even thousands of dollars, you're going to ask more questions. You're going to want more information. And that now shifts the dynamics from going from a transactional selling type of approach, which really is just, I need the thing. You have the thing. I'm going to pay for the thing. Thank you. Goodbye. (laughs) To now you have a thing. I need more information about this thing because I'm not sure if this thing is what I want. And how do I go about making sure that it actually serves my purpose, my needs, my wants, my desires, and ultimately gives me what I'm hoping to achieve. And so there's more uh, information that's going to be exchanged between you and your buyers if you're doing the selling. And that moves us into more of a consultative type of selling approach. So as as you may uh, have already guessed, I have a very, very strong bias towards service providers, particularly to sell more in a consultative selling 
process, which means that you take the role of a trusted advisor. You are the expert in the transaction. So there's still a transaction that happens because let's face it, at the end of the day, if you are dealing with your customers, you want them to buy from you, right? So that requires an interaction. It requires a transaction of money for goods and services being exchanged as a result. Now, before we even get to that that point in the conversation, we really need to start at the very beginning. And with consultative sales, with that consultative sales process, I want you to think like, what is within the word consultative? Well, if we break it down, it's consult and consultant. So it's a consultative sales process because you are now acting as an advisor. You are actually consulting your customer on what it is that they're looking for when they're making their purchase, which means that you are now in a position of expertise, right? And this does not mean that you have to know your product or service in and out. Now, having said that, it definitely works much better the more knowledgeable you are about the goods and the services, the programs, the products that you are actually providing to your end customer. But if you're not the one that actually is providing the service, don't worry. You do not have to know it to such an extent that you actually can describe and be able to walk them through exactly how you would work with them. Now, chances are, if you are listening to me today, it is because you are doing the selling as well as doing the serving or the servicing of your customers or creating the end product program service that they are purchasing from you. And so if that's the case, you're already in that level of expertise. Now all we're doing is we're translating that into your sales process. So what does that actually look like? It means that instead of you being an order taker, instead of you just thinking, okay, customer, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, this is what you're looking for and here's what I have to offer and kind of giving them just like the buffet of here's all the stuff that I have to sell, you choose. That is a transactional type of selling approach. Instead, what I would encourage you to consider is how are you actually executing your sales process in order to consult with your customer, in order to ask the questions required such that you actually are giving a recommendation at the end. Because here's the thing, our customers are coming to us because they're struggling with a problem. They're struggling with something that is urgent for them or is on their mind and it is bothering them. It is creating friction. It is creating a problem. It is creating overwhelm. It is creating a struggle. And that can be internal or external or both. And so when they come to us asking for help, they essentially are saying, I don't know how to fix this. Can you help me? And instead, if in a transactional type of setting, what we may be inclined to do, and maybe this is you right now, you may be just saying, okay, I can help you. And here's all the different ways that I can help you. And you're just kind of doing verbal diarrhea, all this stuff. And it's overwhelming your customers such that even if they wanted what it was that you have to offer, they simply can't figure out what is the best way for them to go. And instead, what I would encourage you to do is to flip the table. So in a consultative sales process, instead what you're doing is you are standing in your position of authority and expertise because you are the expert in the thing that you're trying to sell. And instead, what you're trying to do is assess your customer to say, do you fit my model? Do you fit my program? Do you fit my services? And what are the things that make you a perfect match for the thing that I am uniquely 
uh, situated to provide to you the thing that I'm trying to sell. And so your questions are leading your buyer down that decision-making process so that you are consulting with them to figure out if you have 10 different ways, 10 different products, 10 different services that you actually could offer to a customer that instead of offering all 10, you essentially are limiting it to maybe three options at the very, very most, right? Ideally it's one or two, but you can go up to three. After three, people start getting very, very overwhelmed. And in fact, they start to shut down, which means you're gonna hear no more often. Even if your product or service is the perfect fit, simply because we go through decision fatigue. Decision fatigue is a real thing. And when we overwhelm our buyers and our customers with too many opportunities to think and to decide and to have to go through is it this one or this one and weigh the pros and cons? We just have wasted a whole bunch of time and effort and energy and their precious brain cells to be able to determine whether or not they actually want to move forward. So instead, you need to make things as simple as possible, encouraging them to really think through what would a yes look like versus what would a no look like. And the same thing for you as the seller. You have to know ultimately as the consultant in this process, what would make a buyer say yes and what would make them say no? And who is your service or product uniquely created to help the most? And yes, that means that ultimately, there are going to be times where in best service of you and your customer, you're going to have to turn them away and say, look, you know, I, I think based on what you shared with me, that actually this, the thing that I, I help you with is actually not going to be the best fit. Or, you know, before you actually come and work with me, before you actually make this purchase through me, I actually think that it, you need to do A, B, and C first in order to get the best results once you do start to work with me. I'm gonna tell you, your customers are going to have mad respect for you, and even in that moment, you don't get the sale, they will come back. If they are the right people, they will come back. And if they're not the right people, they will send you the right people because they're going to have so much respect for how you actually sell with integrity and understanding exactly how you help people. That makes it much easier for them to also refer other potential customers to you. So that is the beauty and the power of being able to say no and being able to know who to say no to. And the only way to be able to do this with authority, with integrity, is to have a consultative sales process. So there's a couple of key things that I want you to be able to take away in order to actually apply this in your business today. So we talked about transactional versus consultative. So transactional is more your commodity. You are, uh, your customers are price sensitive. So they're just doing a comparison of apples to apples, regardless of whether or not that's the case. So you may be giving too many options and you are not actually guiding your customer to have that decision-making process with you. It is essentially, you have problem A, I have solution B, and away you go. Make the purchase or don't and it's done. And so there's not a lot of advice being provided, there's not a lot of expertise that's being shared, and there's not a lot of questions that are necessarily being asked in order to determine whether or not your customers fit the solution that you're trying to sell. So that's in the transactional model, which we talked about at the very beginning. When we switch over to the consultative sales process, you can see that based on what I've shared with you, it is much more evaluative, which means that you need to have Good question. So that's step number one. I need you to really evaluate 
how many questions do you ask? Are they the right types of questions for you to actually be consulting with your customer to be able to ascertain and determine whether or not they actually should be working with you, buying your programs, buying your products, purchasing your services? And if not, what do you need to change about the questions that you are using today in your sales process? The second step is to understand who are you uniquely suited to help with the services and products that you create? Do you know who that is? And are you comfortable saying no to people who you can't help or you can't help well? Because let's face it, you can't help everyone. I know you may want to, but your unique zone of genius, the way that you help folks is unique to you and it is unique to the people that you serve. So who are they? And do you know who they are to the point where if you asked those questions, and the answers weren't appropriate to who you serve, that you would have the courage and the faith to be able to say no, knowing that your true ideal customers are right around the corner. So no, that's number two. And the third piece is, are you confident in making recommendations? Because that's the last piece around being a consultant and, and having a consultative sales process. Because as I mentioned, your customers will get overwhelmed by too many options. And this is not an opportunity for you to go, I have 10 different ways for you to work with me. If you have asked the right questions, if you know who you serve, and you've gotten to the end of your sales process, and now you know you've determined that you actually can help these folks. And the way that you're going to help them best is through one, two, or three different ways that you might have available to them, then you are there as the expert to give them the recommendation, to say, this is how I would best suit you. This is how you would get the best results with me based on the problem that you've shared with me. Here's what I'm going to recommend. And this is what sets you apart from all of the other people doing the same type of services that you offer. And this is how you set yourself apart as somebody who is higher end, who is actually going to be trusted as an authority and an advisor, and who is going to be able to provide the best value for your customers, and you're no longer going to compete on price. Because what I want you to think about is when you go into a purchasing um, environment, right? Like when you're going to go and buy something and if you're engaged in a conversation and they're asking some great questions and you're giving them information and they're making you think about things, considerations that you didn't even think about when you first came in to have this conversation, how much more valuable is that person to you? And how much more valuable is the recommendation at the end because they've taken their time to really tap in and understand what it is that you're struggling with and what it is that's going to be the best thing for you in this moment in time to be able to say, I've heard you, I listened, I'm paying attention, and here's what I'm going to recommend based on what I can offer and based on what you're asking of me that would be the perfect fit. How much more enjoyable is that process when that happens to you? And so that is the reason why consultative sales is the best way to go, especially when you're selling higher priced programs and services. So when you're you know, charging more, when you're uh, wanting to be more in uh, perhaps it's consulting services or coaching services or done for you like graphic design and website services. So things that as a high level expert, you're providing to your customers and you're worrying about the price. 
you never have to worry about the price. It starts to become less and less of an option or a consideration for the right types of people if you take the time to use a consultative selling approach. And this is the best and easiest way to sell without even ever feeling like you're ever selling because in essence, you are not selling. You are just recommending because you're acting in an expert capacity to help your customers understand exactly how they can get the solution that they're seeking because you under, you've taken the time to really understand the problem. Okay, so this was a meaty episode. I hope this was helpful for you. If you want more information like this, please feel free to hop on over to my free Facebook community. The link will be included in the show notes for you to be able to come and join us. Ask all your questions. Let's talk about what's happening in your sales process today and where you might be getting stuck. So as you can tell, my bias is hopefully that you're going to switch from being more of a transactional-based seller into a consultative sales approach and sales process and a consultative seller. And that will improve your results and see you on the road to success. Thanks so much. And we will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.